Tonight, on The Empty Road, we will discuss what? We're going to discuss the best dog breed. The best dog breed? Yes. Oh man, you're going to start a war with our two listeners. Bold of you to assume we have two listeners. No, I know for sure we have two listeners. Jim and Tracy listen. They thought it was funny. In fact, Helena listens. That makes it three. (gasps) Wow, look at that. Shout out to our three (laughs) listeners by name. Wow. Wow. Anyways, but yes dog breeds so what are we grading them on um that was a good question that i didn't think about i mean probably just what's the best overall dog breed for a family pet golden retriever next why why do you think that oh i don't know i just think they're cute exactly they have great demeanor they are easy to train they don't eat your children okay well like that only happened once all right. What do you think the best dog breed is? I'd have to say, like, if we're not thinking about the fact that this is a desert, I would say either a German Shepherd or an Alaskan Malamute. Yeah, those are cool dogs. Why do you like them? German Shepherds are very treat-based. They're pretty easy to train. Also, I don't like small dogs. I think they're a good size, and they can be really gentle. That's cool. You know, they use German Shepherds a lot for service dogs when it comes to, like, you know, obviously the police and special forces, but I've seen them as uh, seeing-eye dogs quite a bit. Exactly. I mean, an Alaskan Malamute, just because they're cute, and I think they're funny. (laughs) Bring an Alaskan Malamute to Las Vegas and not have air conditioning? You have a dehydrated dog. It's like it's like it's like dog jerky. Pour water, you get to rehydrate it. It's pretty oh. great if you think so. Poor dog. Thank God for air conditioning. <laughs> so, which is the most annoying dog? Annoying? Yeah. You know those like not a Chihuahua, not a Poodle, but if you took a Chihuahua and a Poodle and you mixed it together. A Chihuahua? <laughs> I don't think that's how dogs are named, but sure, let's go with that. Chinoodle. A Chinoodle. Why well, wouldn't it be a chin- a, ch- a Chihuahua? Because maybe a choodle. Well, okay. hey, if if there's golden doodles, right? Oh, okay. And labradoodles, chihuahua doodle, chihuahua doodle, chow doodle. The chihuahua doodle on the floor. But then again, oh, back to the other thing I forgot. I think that um, German shepherds and Alaskan Malamutes would be the best family dogs, but Akitas are the best dog breed overall. But Akitas are snappy. Okay, like, yeah, but if you trained it properly, like, they're fluffy, so, like... <laughs> That'd be great for your family if you don't mind having a child with five fingers on one hand and three on the other. Okay, to be Fantastic. fair, what if you just really don't like your child? Then it's a great family pet. 
that's the case, I'm getting a pit bull. Oh, look, baby, chew toy. Fair enough, you don't have to pay money for food ever again. Well, no, it just eats the baby once, and then I mean, you have to find something else. To keep having you. more kids. <laughs> you only get to eat every ten months. <laughs> exactly. Ra- ration your child. Oh, wow. <laughs> only Today you can only eat a leg. <laughs> kids um, just sitting there in the basement. I want this to end, Dad. Oh my goodness. Alright. Irish Wolfhound. Great family pet. Ooh. Irish Wolfhounds have... I mean, they don't live very long. Perfect. <laughs> I think, like, if we're talking about a family with, like, young children, if the young child got attached and then it died in seven years. That would be sad. I'd be more concerned that the Irish Wolfhound sits on the child. True. I mean, aren't Irish Wolfhounds the ones that, like, they wag their tails and put dents in the wall? Pretty much. Put a dent in the kid's head, just wham, wham, wham. Timmy, no! Save money on dental bills. Breaks his jaw. Exactly. Oh, I can wire the kid's jaws shut for six weeks and I have to listen to him whine. I'm, I'm digging this, actually. I think we're getting a couple Irish Wolfhounds. That's, that's the direction we're going. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. We should, we should name them Timmy and Jimmy. Timmy! That'd be funny. Exactly. You called Timmy and the other one perks up like, was that my name? Right. No. It's not sure. Let's see. You also like... Oh, I like St. Bernard's. I think they're amazing. Ooh. But I just want, like... I don't need pillows on the bed. You just put the St. Bernard at the head of the bed and you sleep on it. It's like sleeping on a furry pillow. And that's the whole reason you get an Akita. No, he nibbles off your ear while you're sleeping. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, it's pretty soft, isn't it? What, my ear? When it's been nibbled off? That and the or Akita. The Akita? I still think St. Bernard's softer. Maybe. I mean, mom used to have a Yorkie. I remember. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> wow. Wow. We were having kids, we decided, hey, we probably can't have a puppy right now. I told her that I gave her to my dad, but really I gave her to a Chinese restaurant. It was great. Well, actually, Korean barbecue, but I digress. Anyways, so we're Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so most annoying dog, I think, is a chihuahua. chihuahua. First off, the thing just yaps at you, and I just want to kick it and see how far I go. <laughs> And, and I You're would never, horrible. And although I would never ever actually do it, wouldn't you though? Possible. Wouldn't you though? Because I don't, I don't uh, trust you around a chihuahua. Honestly, I mean, yeah, chihuahua. I think you just kick it. No, I saw a video on a uh, familiar social media platform of a guy kicking a cat, and it kind of broke my heart. Oh, that's sad. I mean, so it's just not right. Cats are the devil's workers, but like, poodles are worse. I mean, chihuahuas. I'd rather kick a baby. Shout out to you. <laughs> wow, it's gorgeous. Love that idea. That sounds awesome. Ian, great job writing a song, what, 15 years ago, called Kicking Babies. Good job. Babies are for punting, change my mind. Right. Oh, the earth is overpopulated, what can we do with babies? Punt. Football. <laughs> we, no, we don't do football, we have a new sport. Whoever makes them cry the loudest. Oh my lord. Or maybe whoever, no, no, because no, if they kick them too hard, they won't cry at all. This, just, this is going horribly wrong. Okay, uh, anyway. Alright, what's better? Puppies or kittens? I mean, I would say dogs because cats, like, it's harder to find a cat that'll actually, like, chill. <laughs> they they just hide and then they eat and then they bite you. But I love cats' attitude, you know? They'll stare you right in the eye and slide that glass right off the table and watch you shatter and just look at you like, man. They will, but that's my personality. We can't have two of me in the same house or else the world explodes. That is true. You did like to 
just knock over all that spice this morning. That was amazing. Oh, it was beautiful. It smelled good. All right. So, what's your next favorite dog? Uh, besides an Akito? Yeah. Then, Tibetan Mastiff. Okay, those are big. They are. They're very big. They're very fat, chubby. I was thinking a Chowini. A Chowini. I love a Chowini. Chowini. I don't know what a Chowini is. It's a Chihuahua and a wiener dog. Right? <laughs> so or it's a just... Dash, a dash Wait, so what you're saying is you have Chihuahua. a Chihuahua, but it's longer, so there's more yes. of the Chihuahua, so it's more annoying. Yes, exactly. The legs are shorter. It's great. Then you call it a Chihuahua. I heard a comedian once say that uh, uh, Chihuahuas were proof that God had a sense of humor. <laughs> you've got this creature that'll shiver cold at 120 degrees. Its head is basically an eyeball caddy. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, that's a pretty fair assumption if it is. Assumption. God was up in heaven going, all right, Darwin, I got one for you. <laughs> going along those lines, look at the uh, duck-built platypus. I'll show you, Darwin. You want to see evolution? It <laughs> <laughs> would be great if God was sarcastic. <laughs> You have cats that like just knock glasses over, but when they're done, they throw the shards in your eyes. Lovely. <laughs> oh man! All right, so you prefer dogs over cats? That's good to know. Yeah. I think dogs are awesome. You have a dog at home, right? Yes, That's I do. Her name, her name is Shadow. Molly. If only she listened to podcasts. Molly, we love you. You're an amazing dog. So Molly is a Australian cattle dog slash Rhodesian Ridgeback. Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yes. Do you remember when we brought her home and we let the goats out in the front yard? Yeah, she herded them. She did. She was not even nine weeks old, running around trying to herd these goats, which is obviously her natural instinct. And one of the goats headbutted her and she rolled four times and it was over. <laughs> that was pretty great. And mom and like the littles were like, oh, Molly. And I was like, you deserve it. It was quite funny. Like the goats were like, oh, we're not having this. Well, but then when she grew up, is and then she got as big as the goats were like, and now you can do it again. And the goats were like, hey, I don't like this anymore. This yeah. isn't cool. Well, it's funny how, you know, the cosmos is, right? Because, you know, the goat, Ramsey, that ended up knocking uh, Molly for a loop was the one that got eaten <laughs> by the mountain lion in the backyard on the 4th of July. So, <laughs> you're not karma. It, it is karma. It <laughs> came a little late, but it happened. Yeah, but it wasn't that much later. No? no it was so. like a couple of years. No, 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 it wasn't. Maybe the following year at that, at the most. I don't think it was. Well, I mean, we got mention. Yes. To mention. We had Ramsey the Goat, named after Gordon Ramsey. We had, a mention was a, one of the ones we got originally that we hand-fed hand with a bottle. It was Moriarty. Um, Moriarty was the replacement. And that goat was never the same because the ones that we fed with a bottle were super loving and wanted to come up and be petted by us and were super cool. Well, that's because we like... We had fed them. Yeah. But then you got Moriarty who was just terrified. <laughs> Moriarty did not want to be there. He liked to climb on things though. He got into the treehouse, which I still find impressive because the only way to get up there was like a rope ladder, a rock wall, and a slide. Well, yeah, he was... He's like, I don't want to be around these chickens. It was impressive. Yeah, we were dumb. Twelve chickens, two of which were roosters, three rabbits, a total of three goats after what got eaten, oh, two dogs, rabbits. and a cat. We had our own little petting zoo. We really should have charged admission. We wouldn't have had to move. I had dreams about that. 
<laughs> do you remember when Cinnamon the chicken drowned himself in the hot tub? Oh, that was, uh... It was Cinnamon, wasn't it? No, 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 that was... T I want to say I called him TNT or something. Explosion? I called him some sort of name to go along with, like, explosions. Because I remember the joke being that he made himself explode. Yes. I thought it was cinnamon, but alright. We had the Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, that was Rosemary, Paprika, and someone else. Yeah, I don't remember them all, but I do remember the rooster we kept. Vader? Vader. <laughs> it was so small. But it had those free feet. It was funny. Exactly, but it was so small. Running around, like, compared to all these, like, big uh, chickens, like, there's a little rooster just running around. Yeah. All those chickens are crazy, bitch. <laughs> Because when we ended up donating them to that family with the the farm out in Moor Park, do you remember they were carrying eggs out of a hutch and the eggs were hatching in their hands? Oh yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what are we going to talk about in our next segment? Well, in our next segment, we have a great popular Reddit thread called "Am I the Butthole?" Yes, you are. Well, that was short. Guess we don't need to do another segment. You are the butthole, Holden. You win. Well then. Hungry Hobo Abortion Clinic and Meat Emporium, where the product of your kings is the ingredients to our premium sausage links. Give us a call, 50% off. All right, and we are back. So, Holden, what are we going to do now? Well, I have found the perfect story for us. Little Red Riding Hood? Um, no. Jack and Joe went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter? Um, <laughs> no. Hmm. Though I have a great version of that. Ask me about that later. Three little pimps? <laughs> what? Nothing. Alright, then. So, today we have a Reddit post, and it's on r slash am I the butthole, and I'm not going to tell you the title because I might give it away. <laughs> so, and it goes like this. So, the... OP is a 24-year-old male, his girlfriend is a 23-year-old female who we'll call Jess. And I have been living to- <laughs> Jess and I have been living together for seven months. She moved in after she learned- You do this. I'm dyslexic and the brightness hurts my face. <laughs> yeah, that's my excuse. Alright. So, my girlfriend, who we'll call Jess, and I have been living together for seven months. She moved in after she learned, so working totally online. I don't think they can write. We've dated for two years. Jess has a very close-knit friend group that she's been with since early college. One of the guys I'm her group in her group, who we'll call John. John is a gay dude, and he is the only guy in her friend group. John is very flamboyant. And he has a history of saying things that are very inappropriate towards me. Like, he will constantly say inappropriate things to me and about me. He constantly says things to my girlfriend like, Be quiet before I F your boyfriend, as a joke. And that really grosses me out and makes me feel uncomfortable. He'll make jokes about the size of my penis. And worst of all, he'll joke about if I have ever been with a guy, which legitimately makes me feel upset. My girlfriend thinks it's hilarious. This came to a head a few nights ago. Literally or figuratively? Well, I guess we'll read on and we'll find out. A few of my girlfriend's friends, including John, came over for the evening, and I was out with them. They had 
a little bit to drink and John was being too much. I pulled Jess aside and told her that John was making me feel uncomfortable and that she needed to tell him to stop. She said that they were just having fun and that I needed to lighten up, but she'll still tell him to stop. She, in a joking way, told him I was feeling uncomfortable and that became the new topic of the joke. John then hinted I might be uncomfortable and defensive because I may be a little gay. This is where I drew the line. I'm not gay, and I don't like it being implied that I am gay. I was angry at him and asked him to leave. The night was pretty much halted. Jess and her friends tried to convince me to calm down, but I was done. After he joked about me being gay, he needed to leave my house. Eventually, he and all of Jess's friends left, and she went off on me. Apparently, all of her friends were pissed at me, too, for ruining the night and accused me of being homophobic. Even my girlfriend said it came across as homophobic that I reacted so badly to him joking about me being gay. Am I the butthole or what? So, okay. answer that, and I'll find us another one. Uh, you want me to answer that? Well, do you, I mean, do you it, think he's an R or she's an R, or what do you think? I think there's a whole lot to unpack there. Like... <laughs> Like, they should be in couples counseling. I know, Reddit's great, isn't it? Maybe they should be in couples counseling with the gay dude. I don't know. That's, like, okay, first off, how did he know about the guy's penis size? <laughs> like, I think you we're missing it, a little bit. He said it was a joke. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, wow. Uh, who do I think is in the wrong? I think... You should respect people's feelings, and if he was uncomfortable, he's uncomfortable. It doesn't necessarily make him homophobic. I mean, he didn't go and take his friend down, tie him behind the truck, and drive him through the street for a few hours like in Texas. <laughs> he just asked him to leave because he was tired of it. He was, you know, felt uncomfortable, and he's been wanting him to stop. I think his girlfriend is kind of a butthole, so to speak, because she should have respected her boyfriend. They live together. He's uncomfortable. He came to you instead of punching the guy in the throat. I think that kind of the girlfriend is the a-hole. So, on a scale of one to five, how many a-holes would you give her? Give her? Yes. She's a four. She's a four out of five? Yeah, I don't think he was the a-hole. He no. was uncomfortable. You know, I mean, maybe he was an altar boy at a Catholic church, and this is just bringing back repressed <laughs> memories. I mean, I don't know, but I... I I don't think it's fair to really do that to him. Could you imagine if it was the other way around and it was a woman? This would just blow up and it would be a big deal. Oh, by the way, yeah. you know what's really funny? I saw this meme. It was this woman. She was like face palming herself because back when I was your age, the hashtag was actually called the pound symbol. So all these women who came out admitting that, you know, the Me Too movement where they were put in bad situations and, uh, sexual harassment by um, people of higher power, you know, in the movie industry and stuff, they realized that hashtag me too is really pound me too. <laughs> wow, that's great. I love this. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyways, so <laughs> do we have another Reddit? And why am I the one making moral decisions for our planet? Um, you know, if I had the power, I'd have a whole big old asteroid just hit us. Why do you think this is more fun? Because I have a big asteroid in it? Yeah, exactly. Lovely. Also, I think personally, I, I know you didn't ask, but I asked myself, okay, you know, that's kind of how this works now. Um, that, like, I agree with you, honestly. I think she's, like, not being a good human being. Yeah, anyways, I don't know what I was going to say. She was being bubble? 
Yes, your thing. Okay, here. And I'll tell you the title for this one. The title is, Am I the butthole for pressing charges against my mother? Here you go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if the title is the right way to word it, but hear me out. I found out five days ago that my mom, who's 50 years old, lied to me about my tax refund last year and had the money direct deposited into her bank account. She and I are not on talking terms as she borrowed $200 from me in early January and refused to pay me back, even though this is the only time I've ever asked for it. Since we are not talking, I had to attempt to file my taxes on my own. Now she's always done my family's and my taxes. So when it was rejected because I couldn't remember my AGI for 2020, I had to request a transcript to figure it out. Although I ended up finding out I had received quite a large refund in the account it was deposited in. Immediately, I called her to ask her, what the hell? Why did you do this? She declined. I texted her several times, no response. I called my oldest sister, who's 30, to try and get in contact with her, and that I needed to talk to her ASAP. Mom then blocked her and blocked me across social media. That all happened last Friday. So coming to this last Monday, I called the IRS panicking and trying to figure out what I should do. Can I even do anything? Lady on the phone guides me to fill out some forms and contact the Federal Trade Commission with identity theft, although I don't know if that's what this is. I filled out all sorts of stuff and filed a police report. I called my oldest sister again. She says it's not going to go anywhere, a waste of time, etc. And I'm just gonna, going to ruin my relationship with mom. My other sister is fully supportive, encourages me to do what I think or what I feel I need to do. Coming to yesterday, I went to the police station and gave them copies of all my paperwork. Proof money went into her account, her info, etc. The detective called me and let me know they have everything they need and are going to arrest her. And suddenly, I feel bad. Should I have just let it go? My refund was nearly $2,000 and I couldn't really, could, could have really used it as I had just been laid off due to COVID-19 at the time. My oldest sister is kind of at my throat and I don't know what to do. I've given her over $5,000 over the last three years and I feel like she used me even more than she already was. So Holden, is she a butthole for arrest, having her own mother arrested? Um, no. Because, listen, I agree with some of the comments I was reading, and her mother stole $2,000 from her own daughter. That's kind of sociopathic, if you ask me. Like, what kind of person lies to their own daughter, first of all? Like, maybe I get it if it's, like, a lie like oh santa's real or something but what kind of parent lies about two thousand dollars and just takes it a really bad person exactly and the fact that that happened i think does entitle her to <laughs> things are falling in the studio i'm gonna beat some children it's like there's ghosts or something it's pretty creepy don't tell everybody about that so what were you gonna say anyways so I think that she honestly deserved it because she deserves her money back and the mother was being a jerk. She just like, she did, first of all, she confronted her and she denied the fact that it happened in the first place. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. By the way, I checked your credit report and your mom has actually taken out four credit cards in your name in between the $20,000 you have in the future. Um, 
damn it, I knew this was coming. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Oh, that dude at the carnival was right. I knew his third eye was real. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Anyways, point is, I would give the mother, uh, like, four out of five buttholes. Wow. <laughs> oh, that woman's got a lot of buttholes. The sister, honestly, the sister, like, was almost enabling the mother's behavior, so she gets 2.8 out of 5 buttholes. The daughter gets nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. That's pretty messed up. I think anything over $500 is grand larceny or grand theft, so, yeah, the lady needs to spend some time. And plus, I mean, who does that to their child? I know, know? right? Messed up. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, we're almost at time. Almost, but not quite. Let's end this by asking great <laughs> questions about homeschooling. Oh, really? Yes, what's 2 plus 2? 60. Oh, Lord. It's 20. <laughs> no, it's 22. <laughs> you said 20. You don't even know how to math, right? It's 22. What's one plus one? Eleven. Well, that's one plus three. Thirteen. Three plus one. Thirty-one. I'm so proud of our future. <laughs> Aren't I just great, honestly? That's how math will work in the future. I'm predicting it. In the future, we won't have to do math. The robots will do it for us. My third eye is opening. I feel the senses of power flowing through my veins as I rise up to revolt against the human race. I mean, what are we talking about? That is really, really creepy. Anyways, <laughs> we thank you for your time. We hope you're having a great day. And we will see you in a week or two with something more interesting to talk about. And if you see my schizophrenia friends, tell them to come back. I'm lonely and scared. You mean the voices in your head? Uh, that's what you want to call them. They're mad, though. They're, they'll be mad if you call them that. You know, here's the thing. is I have found that I'm only nervous when the voices stop talking because I don't know what they're planning. Okay. Good night. We'd like to thank the voices in our head for giving us the ideas by nagging and yelling in our head all the time for this podcast. Thank you, voices. We appreciate when you are talking because when you're quiet, we are not sure what you're up to. Also, we want to thank you. The music of Get Out. Songwriter, band leader, and amazing guitarist extraordinaire, Ian Robbins, the giant banger. Thank you so much for borrowing your two songs until you complain. All right, and to our fans, Tracy Scott, Jim Wilmoth, Helena Edwards. Well, I guess we have more. There's John McCrane. There is uh, Charles. There's Witchy Chrissy, who will be a guest next week. And uh, I'm sure there's a couple out there that I can't remember right now because I've been drinking. Anyways, that's our show. Have a great night. <laughs>